Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I am going to apologize for my raspy voice. I am getting over a nasty head cold. Um, It really took me out for a few days. And um, so I still have that kind of nasal raspiness. And and we're just going to move forward because the show must go on. So I'm, I have a question for you this week, which may seem like a strange one, um, but do you have commitment issues? Now, when people use this term, commitment issues, they're almost always talking about it in terms of relationships, and they're usually referring to men, right? In our culture, we seem to have this idea that men have commitment issues more so than women. But I would like to challenge that because I believe that women have just as much of a problem with commitment, maybe even more of a problem with it than men, but the issues just manifest differently in a woman. Rather than having trouble committing to another person, women have trouble committing to themselves. We want a lot of things for ourselves, but wanting something and committing to something are two very different things. So let's first define the terms because there's a difference in the psychology behind those two states, the state of wanting, you know, that desire, uh, and the state of committing. So the way I like to think about it, desire kind of sparks our ambitions and our dreams. You know, there's an emotional aspect of desire and wanting. And it's that spark, that passion, that kind of ignites something within us. Think about a goal that you've set for yourself. The excitement, the thrill of it, that's the emotional pull of wanting something. And it's the emotional charge that kind of sets the stage for our journey, our pursuit of it. But here's the thing about wanting. Our desires aren't always entirely our own. Societal norms, our peers, um, the constant you know, barrage of the media, shape what we think we want. So our wants may not always align with our true values. In addition to which, our wants are often motivated by the desire for instant gratification or immediate pleasure, right? It's the satisfaction we want here and now. But does succumbing to instant gratification always align with our long-term goals? Not necessarily, right? But when we commit to something, it goes beyond just the emotion of desire. There's more of a rational component to it. Commitment requires thought and it requires planning and consideration of long-term consequences. Commitment involves a proactive choice to take that desire you have and to turn it into an actionable goal and a plan. So it requires a mindset shift. 
It requires an investment of resources, whether that's time, money, energy, or some combination of all three. It requires a long-term perspective. In other words, you know, I'm willing to delay gratification and make short-term sacrifices for the long-term gains that I know this commitment is going to bring me. And it requires resilience and determination. In other words, you know, not quitting when things get hard or when obstacles come up, as they almost certainly will. And this is exactly where a lot of women get tripped up. They'll commit in this way to others and the needs of others and the dreams of others, but not really to themselves. And I think it boils down to the fact that many women simply don't feel deserving of that kind of a commitment or deserving of those dreams and goals that they have. As women in the second half of life, we've spent years believing that we should be putting ourselves last. And we could get into you know, a whole big discussion of why that is, and we can look at culture and society and politics and all of the factors that create this feeling among young girls and women. But I'm not going there because it just doesn't matter now. How we got here doesn't matter as much as what we do from here on out. So if you're a woman who has trouble committing to yourself, whether it's committing to your health and wellness, which in my opinion is the most important commitment we can make to ourselves, or committing to your financial well-being, or committing to creating boundaries in your relationships, or doing work in the world that inspires and excites you, if you have trouble with any or all of those things, let me say that I am so glad you're here and this episode will help you because you have to make a decision. Would you prefer to spend your life wanting things on this very superficial level and spending year after year taking you know, two steps forward and three steps back and feeling frustrated and discouraged and perhaps blaming other people or circumstances for your lack of progress? Or would you like to finally commit to yourself and to your happiness and your well-being? If you want to change your life and really move forward, it starts with becoming very clear about your commitments. We're all committed to things, right? We may not be consciously choosing them, but we are most certainly committed to certain things. And if we look very closely at our life, we can see what we've committed to. So I'll give you an example. For years, I was committed to people pleasing, fitting in, being liked, and making people happy. Now, obviously, I didn't consciously choose that commitment, but looking back, I can see that I was always motivated by the desire to please others, even when it meant displeasing myself. I would say yes when I wanted to say no. I would do things out of a sense of guilt or obligation. I wouldn't speak my mind honestly for fear of what others would think about me. I wanted to meet and exceed the expectations of others because I was afraid of what would happen if I didn't. And the result of that was that I felt resentful, stuck, exhausted, and overwhelmed most of the time. 
I was talking about this with a couple of girlfriends of mine, and one of them said that she feels like she's been committed to staying busy, that she's always running here and there because she feels like she needs to always be doing something. Um, Another friend who happens to love to shop said, you know, kind of with embarrassment that she thinks she's very committed to her appearance. You know, she laughed about it, but she realized how much of her resources, you know, time, money, and energy go to that. Um, Some women are very committed to their children's academics or their children's popularity or to their work. Um, Some women are very committed to their home. So it's really interesting to see when you start to look at these things, you know, you can see, you can do this kind of commitment inventory. So to get really clear on what you're currently committed to, I'm going to encourage you to think about where you're consistently investing your time, energy, and resources. You know, and, and do this without judgment, just curiosity. Also think about your emotional engagement. You know, what are the things you do that really excite you, that really light you up? Even if you don't do a lot of it, when you do it, you're just so peaceful and joyful, right? That, that probably shows you an area of commitment. Look at personal relationships and connections. You know, how many women are spending time with people they don't really trust or admire or feel a strong connection to? So look at, you know, the commitments you have in terms of your relationships. This is a real wake-up call for a lot of women because what they realize, and I certainly did when I looked at my life in this way, is that their commitments do not align with their values. And that's exactly why they're not making the kind of progress that they'd like to be. My life became very simple and I became so much more effective, productive, and just happy when I got really brave and honest and crystal clear about my commitments. So when I got divorced, um, it's, it's actually, it's so funny because at this point, I almost never talk about my divorce. I just don't spend a lot of time thinking about the past. So it doesn't come up that much, but on this podcast, I feel like it comes up a lot. And I think that's because it was just such a pivotal time for me. And despite the pain of it, there were so many beautiful gifts in it. That's why I always tell women who are, you know, kind of in the thick of things, you know, if they're going through a really trying time, that there are gifts in those experiences that we can't possibly see when we're going through it. But, you know, eventually when we come out of it and we have, you know, a little bit of distance from it, we'll, we'll realize those gifts. Anyway. Um, The reason that I bring that up is that my decision to end my marriage of 24 years was probably the first time in my adult life that I made a decision just for me without considering what anybody else wanted. Um, You know, I decided that I had spent years committed to doing what everyone wanted and expected of me, and it had gotten me to a place where I felt so depleted and unsatisfied. I felt like I had, you know, kind of betrayed myself all those years. And I made the decision at that point to commit to myself first and foremost. I made my well-being, my physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, 
my top priority. And that guided all of my choices and actions from that point forward. And here's the thing. Life is so much more fun and interesting and satisfying when we tend to our own needs. We don't have a lot of rules and expectations of other people. When we decide consciously and deliberately what our commitments are and we live by those commitments, it is truly the best way to live. So I'll tell you my top three commitments in the hope that it will get you thinking about what you would like your commitments to be. My commitments at this point in my life are very simple. As I said, I'm committed to myself and my well-being first. I'm committed to my family, that is, my partner, my kids, his kids, my parents, my brother and his family, my dearest girlfriend, who is basically a sister to me. I just couldn't love her more, even if we were blood relatives. Um, And third, I'm committed to my business. Those three things are it. And it just makes my life so easy. I'm very focused. I'm energetic. I have zero resentment. I know, you know, clearly what's a yes and what's a no for me. And whatever I do, I do it with intention. Everything I do at this point in my life has purpose. I give myself plenty of room to rest and play And I've designed my life so that it moves at a rhythm and a pace that is comfortable for me most of the time. And here's the beautiful thing. When something feels off to us, we can always reevaluate and make adjustments. So once you decide what your commitments are, it makes it really easy to adjust our life and our routines around them. Your life is 100% within your control, but it's really important that you understand that and accept that responsibility. Your commitments are creating your life experience. So I want you to take the time to consider what are your top three commitments and do you love them? Do they inspire you? Are they getting you to where you want to go? If you're overwhelmed and exhausted and frustrated by life, this will solve for that right? Get really clear about your commitments and make sure that you are number one on that list. Now, if you are serious about this work and you're ready to commit to yourself and your well-being in a big way, I want to remind you that registration is now open for my course, Revitalize 30 Days to Beauty, Balance, and Boundless Energy. This is a 30-day small group coaching program where you will learn all about how to care for your over 40 body. We cover it all. Everything from nutrition, fitness, supplements, to sleep, stress, mindset. We'll develop a personalized protocol for you to follow, and you will not believe how good you can look and feel in 30 days' time. Once you have the information, so you know, good, solid, science-backed, proven information, the process, and the support and accountability of working with a coach. It is truly the best commitment that you can make to yourself. And that's what I want for you. It's what I want for all of us to make 2024 the year that we commit to ourselves and we design our entire life around our well-being. So you can visit wellagentwoman.com forward slash revitalize to register. 
I will also put a link in the show notes and I would love for you to join us. Have a wonderful, elegant week, my friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode.